Are you looking for hope? Then you're in the right place. If you're not, well, you're still in the right place because we all need hope. Welcome to the Shine and Delight podcast. We hope to navigate life's storms together as we encourage and build up one another to find true saving hope in the only one that can truly satisfy. We can't fix your problems, but we'll definitely point you towards someone who will. Come along. We are live, guys. Uh, Shine in Delight. We are back. Uh, Andrew Templeton here. We got some special guests here today. Um, maybe two special guests. I don't know. What's going on, guys? Introduce yourselves. Oh, am I? Well, Dude, I'm Ro. I'm not. He, he's consistent. I'm not a guest. Yeah, I'm a guest. You're just but special. We got, so we got Google Girl as my Google, dad. Is hey, to wow. Come Google on with Girl. It. Yeah, the software engineer, quasi genius. And then we got C squared, aka the running genius. Let's got go. a collared shirt on in here, dude. I'm trying. I was trying to get like at least as looking good as. Um, oh man, we got some corporate <laughs> people. Andrew, you were, man, he literally <laughs> forgot my name. Staring at, I need a name staring badge. At him. I need a name badge. Before I guess. we hit record, we talked about how you two were like basically two peas, and then he forgets your name as oh, soon as we man. push record. Well, just, I, mean, I just called rough. him C squared, so it's fine. I know. I was still <laughs> laughing at that. Internally, and then I just my brain just turned off. Well, it is Chris, Mallory, Roe, and Andrew. Uh, Neville is actually in Africa right now, so he won't be joining us the next couple podcasts, I believe, um, as he is loving his family well. Um, his grandma passed away, so he want to go out there and spend some time with his family and there. But today is kind of a little recap. First thing, we're kind of transitioning. We've been talking about emotions for our first little mini series, and now we're going to be moving into seasons and seasons of life. Bum bum bum, guys, seasons. Next. Come, what do you think of? You hear seasons. What goes into your head? So growing up, I always broke the year into two sections. So there's football season and baseball season. <laughs> so, <laughs> football season is my favorite time of the year, specifically October through December. The last three months of the year are my the best part of the year. Football season's in full swing. You got Thanksgiving, you got Halloween, Christmas is coming up. It's just, in my opinion, it is the, the first nine months of the year, the meal, and then October, November, December, the dessert, in my opinion. So I'm, I'm a big fan of fall. And then obviously baseball season, spring, summer. But yeah. Ro is from America. That is for sure. Oh. That is for sure. Yeah. Uh, I would say for me, it was always like school and then travel season. So those were the breakdowns typically. Oh, okay. We've been trained for that for years, right? Mm-hmm. You're like August through May, school season, everything else, fun season. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll one up you on the uh, the sports thing for my runners out there, y'all. It's it's marathon season and track season. Like, come on, y'all. It's just always down to run. But there are the times of just maintaining. So you have the marathon build. You got 16, 20 weeks of just getting after it. And then you just have the time where you're just running and chatting and having a good time. So I'm going to brag on Chris for a second. Chris qualified for the Boston Marathon. Boston mm-hmm. Marathon. That Boston. 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 Boston Marathon. marathon. He's on the 25th, yeah. October 11th. I'll see you in Boston. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go. <laughs> <I'll be here. laughs> what? I mean, maybe. Hey, you never know. I may, I may be there. but Changing know. of the seasons there, the leaves will be beautiful. Talk about seasons. Like, that's the whole reason we're going to be hanging out there, going up to Maine, seeing just the entire turn. So, oof. I've never seen fall. Being in Texas, we have green and dead. Like, that's about, that's all uh, we got down man, here. Man, you guys are missing out. Being from New Mexico, Albuquerque, we have the cottonwood trees along the river. It's just gorgeous seeing one transition to another. Um, but when it comes to seasons of life, right, that's your guys' definition of season. What do we mean about by seasons of life? What what are you guys thinking about there? Man, I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is just like life stages, right? So okay. like seasons of like growth when you're a child and you're still kind of learning from the people around you. And then as you grow into your own, become an adult, trying to figure stuff out on your own. And then when you have your own family and you're now 
teaching, you know, mm-hmm. someone else. And then when you've now um, lived most of your life and you're in the golden, you know, years, and then you're just kind of reaping the last, you know, bit of benefits of your lifetime. So oh, this really reminds me of something called life mapping, where it's it's almost an icebreaker where you just take a pen and then they stay start from the beginning of life and then go to your current days and at the high times go up and on the low times go down and you mm. track that over years and so you just you get this nice up and down curve and then they tell you to talk about the highest highs and the lowest lows and it just really helps you understand you know man and you know 2012 I was just running and just doing all these great things and then in 2013 this really hard thing happened that brought me down and it helps you just be able to share a little bit more on that but I think there is just seasons of life come with high highs and low lows and all the journey in between that gets you through each one and it, get, it has a every every peak and every valley has a story too there's a lot to it. Mm. Highest highs, lowest lows. I think that's kind of the perfect definition of seasons. Ro, you have something to add? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. The in a, I, I love studying world religions, you know, come from a 30,000-foot view. And one consistent theme throughout every ancient mythological structure is basically their, their myths were built around the seasons of life in, in one way or another. So you had the god of, you know, growth and rebirth. You had the god of the sun who, you know, brought the harvest. You had the god of the harvest, you know, all these you know, the Babylonians, the Egyptians, they all had a similar structure, even though they were all slightly different. And it's because they all understood that the world was ordered and that, you know, it got hot the same time every year. The crops grew at the same time every year. The sun went down at the same time every night. And they just kind of realized that there was this order. And it's just kind of amazing how God has got this structure. He, this chaotic universe, he somehow managed to structure the earth in such an orderly way that we can grow food out of the ground. And it's just, it's amazing. And that even cultures who did not know God understood that there's, there's definitely something divine in that. And that, you know, while they didn't get it right, they were worshiping, you know, other gods, but they still had some inkling of, you know, they just had a feeling that there was something out there that designed it in this orderly way. And I just, that's kind of a little tangent, but I just, that's what I think of when I think of season. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the, the earthly seasons, I like consistency there. We can expect they're going to happen, right? Um, depending where you're at in the earth, obviously you have variations of that, but you have fall, winter, spring, summer, it's going to happen. And as we're talking about seasons of life, they're going to come. They're going to happen. It's like, it's a definite. Sorry, guys, my phone's ringing. Hmm. Every, time like, every, time. every 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 time. I'm consistent about. here. Yeah. But they're going to happen. So what are the kind of seasons that we're going to be talking about here in the coming weeks? If you guys remember any of them. And we're, we're contrasting some seasons too as well. Yeah. Um, because you can expect to have the highest highs. We'll talk about it. First, we may be talking about is joy with the lowest lows of grief and deep, deep sorrow associated with that. Yeah. Or some other ones we'll be talking about you guys might remember. Success and failure. Ooh, that's my favorite one. Success versus. No, I'm excited to get into that one. I'm really excited to get into that one. Um, yeah, what, what were some other ones we wrote down? Uh, abundance, uh, well, in abundance and, and in lack. So when you have everything or when you're lacking something. Um, I think that last one, acceptance and rejection. So Ooh, that's going to be a good one. That's, that's, I'm glad we're putting that one off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's in a couple and, weeks. And they change so quickly too, right? Uh, I mean, I moved from moved from Albuquerque out here. You know, so it's like last year was abundance. Amazing relationships. Work's going great. Everything's fantastic. And then all of a sudden you're in Dallas and it's like, oh, I have no friends. And I don't really have that much of a job right now. And all these different things. You're like, oh, you're in lack, Andrew. Right? They change so quickly. Well, and I think some can overlap, you know, you can have both at the same time. You can be successful in one thing and failing in something else or uh, have joy in the midst of grief. Like, I don't think that they're mutually exclusive even. Wouldn't agree with that or disagree or what? Oh, I I would fully agree. You know, it's like, I see it as, you know, this grief, we're called to like grieve with one another. I think you, you get into 
uh, even even Romans 12 going into like Romans 12, I want to say it's 12 or 13, you know, when God's people are in need, be ready to be in need with them. Always be eager to practice that with them, like grieve with those that are grieving. So it's like we're called to do that with each other. But even in that moment, you know, there can be joy in there. You know, you can find tears of happiness and joy that you have people around you. You're surrounded by people that love you. Like there's so much of a community that, you know, we're called to be in relationship with one another. So when we pass through these seasons in every season, there's an opportunity to find joy. So I think that's, I, I, I foresee that being a consistent theme, even as we talk about seasons. It's like, where is joy found in that? Yeah, I mean, and also just that the sheer level of consistency from God. He is the same today, yesterday, and always will be. And so when we're in the valleys, he's there. Even when we can't see him, when we're in the mountaintops, he's there. And he's like, you know, if, we're, if you kind of think of it like a graph where you're going up and down, up and down, God's just a flat line through the middle of that graph. He's always there and he's never changing. And he kind of, he's a great reference point. Because you know if something's not going to change, aim at that, and it'll be pretty reliable. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, Mallory. That's really good. They're not mutually exclusive. I'm going to hear like, oh, they're definitely separate things. You can't have them both. And Mallory's like, no, you can have them both at the same time. I'm like, oh, that's so right. So right. Because <laughs> you're like, you may have abundance in friendships and relationships, and you're just like, my family loves me. But yeah, you may be lacking in worldly goods. So from the outside, someone may look at you and be like, oh, they definitely don't have enough. And you're like, no, I'm actually really content. I may be lacking worldly goods, but look at what I do have in the blessings of my life. Oh man, I was just challenged and everything. And you could be accepted by so many people, like, or you could be rejected by others at the same time. Jesus was accepted um, by those who were not worth much in society, but rejected by those who were, had something to lose, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, right? And so, wow, wow my mind's just been blown. Now we have, I'm going to have an even better time talking about this. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it kind of interesting, though, when Chris talked about life mapping, where you, you, know, you draw a line and you know, go up and down based on what that year of your life was like? But it's kind of weird. On different days, I would say that you know, the year 2014 was good. And on some days I would say that the year 2014 was terrible. It really just depends on which part of 2014 I'm thinking about that day. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of goes back to what Mallory said too, about how you can have joy and sorrow in the same season. It's all, you know, it's not as black and white as we'd like it to be sometimes. Well, I think if you imagine it in that way, um, it's like what you just, you choose to focus in on. So like if you're focusing mm. in on, Hey, I'm making a lot of money right now, or I'm not, um, then that's going to be variable. But on that same day, you could be like, Hey, but I've seen how God's moving in the people around me or in my own life. And so that could be, you know, in abundance. So it's just what you choose to spend your time focusing in on. Absolutely. The word that really pops out there for me is just perspective. You know, really focusing in on that, like, what is your perspective here? Are you coming at this with preconceived notions or things that are going to make you think one way or the other? You know, glass half full, glass half empty a little bit. And where do we even base those perspectives in? Things that this world tells us we should? Or is it in that consistency that's found in God's word? The glass is overflowing always, okay? Always. Always <laughs> overflowing. Like, I, I just want to say for the audience, Chris has not stopped smiling this entire <laughs> <laughs> He's also got a thing of coffee in his we're hand. Like, He's like ready uh, to the go. The more we're I drink the coffee, the, whew, it we're, just We're 10 up. minutes into this. He has not stopped smiling the entire time. <laughs> He's just happy to be here. Yeah. What, um, guys, I know you came a little bit prepared today. Maybe, maybe not. Um, where are some Bible verses, some references there that talk about seasons you can think of? I mean, I think the obvious is Ecclesiastes 3. So there's a time for everything. The funeral verse. The funeral chapter. Is that what happens at the funeral verse? That's it. Well, yeah, growing up Catholic, that was the funeral. That was oh, the funeral chapter. That's what they read? Every every single funeral. Dang. Every wedding was 1 Corinthians 13. Every funeral was Ecclesiastes 3, like clockwork. Dang, okay. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I went to a Catholic wedding this past weekend. I went to a Greek Orthodox wedding. What? Was it longer than an hour? No, it wasn't. It was really fast. Well, I got, I got, I'm so spoiled because all of my friends and myself are all Protestant. Those weddings are like 10 to 12 minutes max. Catholic wedding was like an hour and a half. Bro, my wedding was like 35, 40 minutes. What are you talking about? We had to have worship and they had to give a sermon talking about Jesus. Like it was a good wedding. 
Okay, well, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> he gave like a full, I was like, you got to preach the gospel. Give a full sermon. Okay, let's go. Well, you're a better man than I am. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, awesome. I got I was, things to do with my wife. Yeah. We're getting married. So chop, chop. Like, let's mm. hit the reception. I haven't eaten lunch. You know, I know they got, got yeah. well, they got some catfish at Chaffle High. Let's, let's hit the reception. But, you know, you're a better man than I am. Gotcha. Um, back to the question, though. One verse that I thought of was Galatians 6, 9. Um, it says, and let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season, we will reap if we do not give up, right? Um, and I just love that because it's like these seasons we're going to be talking about, like it's not giving up in these seasons because you may be that in lack season, that's your perspective. You may be in that grief season, but it's like do not give up because good things are coming. God's going to work good through this. Uh, and I was just really like, yeah, we just keep going. So I love that verse. Yeah, I think that feeds back into perspective, though, too, is looking, like being active um, and focusing on what good is God bringing from a season. Because if you can, if you listen to the world, you can run the highs and lows really easily. But if you're looking for what good is God doing in this, then I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Give a basketball analogy. Would you rather be Carmelo Anthony, where he's like 60 points one night and then he just kind of falls off a cliff for two weeks? Or would you rather be Tim Duncan, just giving you 25 a night for like 15 years in a row, five championships? The old reliable. Does he like Dunkin' Donuts? That is my favorite team. Go Spurs, go San Antonio native. Yeah, sorry. I just had to throw that analogy in there. <laughs> I'm a Mavericks fan, so Nowitzki, my favorite. See, I'm more, I'm more the marathon. You know, Elliot Kipchoge just running his two-hour marathon. Just yeah, but he hasn't, he hasn't broken two yet, though, so, um, you know, slow He up. has, though. Uh, oh, this bruh. is actually big because we got a CrossFitter on Ooh. one side of the studio and a distance runner. I just realized that. Here's the cool thing is, though, I have ran one marathon. I've done multiple half marathons, multiple half Ironman. So I've done the distance, and now I'm doing the shorter stuff. So I have a great perspective of where Chris is coming from. Yeah, man, and I've done, like, one of those swingy leg pull-up things. Like, it's great. He's lying. He doesn't have a video of it. I'll show you mine. <laughs> Uh, anyways, perspective though, I was thinking about, I saw this the other day in a book and I loved it. It's all about perspective in our work and a perspective on things, but it's like three guys laying bricks and you go up and ask him, Hey, what are you doing? First guy? He's like, Oh, I'm laying bricks. Second guy's perspective. Hey, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm building a church, right? Third guy's perspective. Hey, what are you doing? I'm building God's house. Right. And so the perspective that each one of them had resulted, like you think about it, a storm comes in life. Maybe it's literally raining. First guy building bricks. He's gone. Right. It's not my second guy. Like, Oh, I'm building a church. I should probably stay. Third guy's like, oh, I'm definitely staying. Oh, it starts hailing. Third guy's definitely going to stay. He's like, I'm building God's house. This has to happen because people have to come to know God. And so it's all about your mindset and your perspective, how you weather things through. Mm, that just, bro, was it you that talked about the the janitor at NASA? Yeah. Dude, t tell that for a minute. That's, that's pretty much right. the same thing, that's right? Like the same thing. I, th I haven't told that story in a while, but I think basically what happened is in the this 80s. This is Rose's dream job. <laughs> in the 80s, someone was at NASA and there was a janitor who had been there for a while. <clears throat> And um, they were just talking to the guy and he, he asked him about his life and he said, you know, how long have you been working at NASA as a janitor? Or how long have you been a janitor and all these things? He said, well, you know, I've been here for a while. In 1972, I, put a, I helped put a man on the moon. Like, what are you talking about? You're the janitor. He's like, I helped put a man on the moon. NASA put a man on the moon. I work for NASA. Even if I'm just mopping floors, I helped to put a man on the moon. Yeah. Perspective. He I was probably involved. botched that story, but yeah, that's, that's the gist. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty straightforward awesome. on that. Yeah. yeah. That everyone's involved. Yeah. Dang. It's all about the mindset. Uh, well, guys, anything to add about our upcoming mini-series on seasons? No, no, I think we covered it. I think we're good. I'm excited to be talking about it. I think we're talking about uh, joy and grief next. It's going to be so exciting. Well, as, as Nabil says, beautiful people, have a great day. I don't know. He doesn't actually say that, but. He says it with a cooler accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. he does. Beautiful people. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't Wow. <laughs> I'm trying, guys. I haven't worked on my accent. That's really not a bad Nabil. That's not a bad Nabil. No, 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 it's too loud. Beautiful uh, people. Oh, sorry. You're right. There we go. Oh. Well, Wonderful day.
you guys have an amazing day and we look forward to having you on and listening in on the next podcast. Catch you later. Bye. Adios. Hasta pronto. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and inspired to turn to the only one who can and will satisfy you. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear them out. Feel free to reach us on any social media platform at Shine and Delight. You can also shoot us an email at shineanddelight at outlook.com. Until next time, be kind, love all, share your shine.